This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Then suddenly he was seized with fear. For the first time it occurred to him that his father might not be there anymore. But his father was there, and must have seen him coming, for when Bastion rushed up the stairs, his father came running to meet him. He spread out his arms, and Bastion threw himself into them. His father lifted him up and carried him inside. Bastion, my boy, he said over and over again. My dear little boy, where have you been? What happened to you? Phoenix? Uh, Yes, Mama? I'm tired now. Can we stop reading tonight? Oh, yes, of course. Are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. A good birthday? Yes. Are you pleased with the trip? Oh, yes. I've always wanted to go to Montmartre. I I can't wait. I mean, Europe in general, but Montmartre specifically? Oh, just walking the same places as all of those incredible artists? We're going to have a very good time. Oh, yes, we are. Why don't I help you into bed? No, a few minutes more. A mother doesn't get to spend a lot of 14th birthdays with her only son. Oh, of course. We can just... Phoenix! Hey there, sport. Hello there, kitty cat. I'll be inside, Phoenix. Vera's out back, too, if you need us. What? No hug, hello? Dad, I thought you weren't going to get here until seven. Nah, I wanted to come now and give you your present. You got me a present? Of course I did. It's your birthday. Of course. Well, that's really kind of you, Dad. Thank you. Here, open it. Open it! It's tickets to Thailand. Yep. I know you've always wanted to go. To Thailand? Yep. Think of it. We'll travel over by boat, a huge sea liner, one of the anti-fuel ones they just launched. And when we get there, two men, out on the town, father and son, doing whatever we want. Oh. Uh, You look disappointed. Oh no, I'm grateful. Thanks for the experience, Dad. It's her, isn't it? She doesn't want you to go. Uh, No, Dad, I... Tell me. I'm your dad, I can take it. I just... I've never wanted to go to Thailand. (laughs) Very funny sport. We both know you've said it hundreds of times. If only I could go to Thailand. I'd just love it there. No, Dad, I never said that. Well, I can't take the tickets back now. Uh, Dad, these are for my spring break. So? Well, Mom has me over spring break. So? Dad, I already have plans. Plans to do what? To go on spring break with Mom. So? She can change them. No, she can't, Dad. Yes, she can. And she will. I've given up enough time with you, all those times I've had to work. To work? Yeah, all the birthdays and holidays I've missed because I was working to pay her bills. Dad, it's called child support, and you're paying my bills, and you're behind. When did you get so big man, huh? Big man, huh? Big, tall, strong man, right? Big man gonna tell his dad what's what? I bet she told you I was behind. No, Dad. I go with her to the custody hearings now. I get to hear what the judge says. I know what you're supposed to be doing, and I know what you're not doing. What I'm... (laughs) 
What do you mean, what I'm not doing? I'm your father. I'm fathering you and then paying child support and then sacrificing everything to pay for a trip to Thailand for you, ungrateful child. I'm sacrificing and giving up everything, and there you are, giving nothing in return, no respect, no love, no basic decency. Dad, I do respect you. It's why I think the lies have got to stop. You're such a little shit. You know that? Dad? Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said the truth. I'm sorry I bought you tickets to go somewhere damn cool over your spring break. I'm sorry that you only get one life and you're going to squander it, pandering to a mother who knows nothing about what you really want. Dad, that's not... And I'm especially sorry that you weren't around to see her back before you were born, when she was less of a bitch. I think you need to go. Oh, I'll go all right. I'll go right now and I won't come back. I didn't say don't come back. I just want you to... I'll go. That's fine. But first... You gotta say the truth. The truth? Yep. You gotta say that you've always wanted to go to Thailand. What? I never wanted yes, to. Yes, you did, Feeny. Dad, I have never wanted to go to Thailand. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah? Then what's this? Look at my VidCon. Look. What is that? It's a picture of a dragon. No, it's a picture of the new year in Thailand. You drew it for me when you were six. And this? What's this? It's a picture of the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) No, it's not. That's the Grand Palace. See how it's gold? Gold was the only color you had at your house. Son, I'm honestly hurt you don't remember all those times we got you new paints and new tools so you could keep drawing to your heart's content. I can't believe you're denying this, sport. I know you. I know that deep down you have blocked it out. Just like you've blocked out so many other things. And that somewhere in there is the kid I used to know who said a million times he wants to go to Thailand. Blocks? Sport. I know about that night. What you said to your mother in the hospital room. You know about that? I heard every word. Couldn't let you alone in that place. You needed an escort. And now... You're using that promise you made her to block out who you actually were before you started blocking all of that off. For her. I didn't know you heard. A good parent listens to their kid, Phoenix. I know you. And I know what makes you tick. And you want to go to Thailand more than anything in the world. I don't remember that. Don't have to remember. I do. I remember it all. What's the matter? Don't you trust me? I I do. Okay, maybe I wanted to go then. See? But I don't know if I do now. Ah, that's the spirit. I'll pick you up on Friday then. Uh, No, Dad, I just said that I wasn't sure I wanted to go. No, you didn't, son. You said you didn't know. That's a big difference. If you're not sure, it means you want to, and you don't know how to disappoint me. No, I just... You just what? Want to run over your old man's heart and stick it to me? What was it you said in the hospital room? You have to forgive me so she'd forgive you. I... Dad, I have forgiven you. Then trust me. You want to go to Thailand. Say it. Dad, there... Golly jeepers, I want to go to Thailand, Dad. That doesn't even sound like me. Does it have to sound like you? I know what you're thinking. Like father, like son. 
Guess I can hear thoughts too, huh? Listen, listen, listen. Dad, I'll go to Thailand with you. Nope. You're going to say you want to go. But I don't want to go. Say it. Dad. Say it. (laughs) Dad. Son, just say it. I want to go to Thailand. See? That wasn't so hard, was it? Dad. Son, you've hit my last nerve. I just... What is it? Thank you for the trip. You're so welcome, sport. Happy birthday. Yeah. I love you. I I love you too. Thank you. You're fully cleared until our next security check. Done. Thanks. And you're well? Uh, Never better. How are uh, the night terrors? Isn't that an advo question? I need to know you're capable of operating at a... Uh, Last night's was about my trip to Thailand. You went to Thailand? Yes, on my way to Paris. (laughs) When was this? It was a birthday trip. I stopped in Thailand to meet my dad. How was that? Not as bad as I thought it would be. He was so happy to be there. Content, even. That seems like it would be a happy memory. You can read me, that's fine. Uh, I'm not getting happiness, though, Feeney. It was a whirlwind trip. I was in Thailand for five days after a three-day boat ride, and then I took a two-day transport to Paris, where I met Mama Jane and Mama Vera. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting the... Strain? Yeah, the whole thing was a strain. I felt caught between two worlds, and that's probably the biggest reason why I don't want to continue seeing you as my advo. I feel caught between two worlds. <sighs> Which worlds are those, Feeney? I... That's not important. It is to me. Well, it's not exactly relevant, either. I was trying to kindly ask you to stay in your lane here. Please don't ask me questions that a security check wouldn't require. I can do that. Your needs are honored here. Thank you. Good talk. Feeney... Yes, Jeanette? See you later at the senior staff meeting. Uh, Of course. Thank you. Take care. Cora, please come in. Hi, sweets. Hey there, hot stuff. Is Gold... Yes, yes, I'm here. (laughs) Come in. Please sit down. Thank you. How is Clark? Beautiful, incredible, growing like a redwood. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for meeting me. Of course. I was thrilled to hear from you. Not thrilled to hear about your concerns, though. I got your broadcast this morning. Thank you. Yes, um... I've been scared and concerned and upset and I'm not sure how to judge what's happening and I spend a lot of the time feeling confused. That's a fantastic start. Would it help to know that I've been concerned about Reed too? You have? Yes. That would help so much. I don't think he's abusive. I think there's something wrong. I think he's going through something. What makes you say that? I... Why is this so difficult to talk about and think about? I'm... Addie said you really know your stuff when it comes to the tools. Could we use one right now? Yeah, that would work. Maybe sort it out? Mm -hmm. Would it be all right if we used two at the same time? I think you're advanced enough. We can go there. Yes, 
I like that. Yes. What part of sorted out do you want to use? I need to figure out what belongs to him and get it out of my head. Brilliant. Okay. What's the other tool you recommend? Map it backwards. All right. So starting with today and working our way back? There is another way to use the map it tool. Wondering if I could share that with you. Yes. Addie, do you mind sharing about sweets? <laughs> Not at all. Percy and I met at a mixer during our first few weeks of Stanford. Vini was on the East Coast with Ashley, so it was a brilliant, lovely night alone with Percy. I love watching you two fall in love with each other every time you look at each other. <laughs> Me too. There's a lot of love here. Like the love you have for Clark, right? Yeah, I love that kid. Mm, that's the kind of love you could just swim in, right? Yes. Thank you for the calm wave, Dr. Colossi. It's Percy. I'm happy to provide any relief I can. I never get tired of that. Go on with your story, Addie. Well, that night, Percy was troubled, and I could sense she wasn't entirely present. I had no idea, but her abuser had just sent her a horrible Hoover attempt, and Percy wasn't doing too well with it. Some other things were going on at the time. It's just awful that abusers continue to reach out, even after the discard. I hate that. I do too. Which is why I felt this incredible need to protect her. I was getting that she was vulnerable and raw, and I knew she needed care. I just didn't know what to do. So, I tried to stay near the buffet table. <laughs> on purpose? Yeah. I figured food would be a good distraction. Keep us on a lighter topic of which foods we both liked. And the more they brought out the food, the more the conversation we'd have. It was an ingenious strategy. Kept us there all night. At one point, one of the servers came out to tell us that <laughs> they'd run out of desserts, thanks to us. <laughs> We'd eaten through all the desserts. <laughs> Not we, me. I have a terrible sweet tooth. Oh, I ate my share. <laughs> but Percy sure does like eclairs. <laughs> and that's when I turned to her with the cheesiest pickup line of all time. Oh, no. Oh, yes. She said... <laughs> It's okay. I don't need any more sweets. I've got you. Oh, oh. oh that is a bad pickup line. Oh, Addie, I'll never be able to, to look at you without thinking about it. <laughs> it made me laugh. I laughed so hard I nearly choked on the sushi I was eating. Luckily, I gave her some water, read that she was okay with dumb jokes, and we stayed for nearly two more hours helping the staff clean up. One of the best nights of my life. Mine too. I felt like I'd come home, you know? Oh, Cora, I got that shift. Do you want to share? I used to say that about Reed. That it felt like coming home. And now? Now it feels like... <sighs> I don't have the words. I'm so sorry you're experiencing that, Cora. Would it be alright for Addie to continue? Yeah. It's nice to have the distraction. That's what the tool is about. See, Percy and I shortened that little joke to me calling her sweets. <laughs> Addie calls me sweets, and I'm instantly back in that happy room with her, joking about food. The word gets us to feel safe mentally going to that space. And it works. When you think about Reed, there's a lot of pain. 
And that pain causes you to shy away from the whole topic, mentally. Yes. Yes, that's what's happening. And if he's predatory, and I'm getting how much you need us to not make that decision just yet, right? Yes. Thank you. I need to deal with this in hypotheticals for a little while. I promise I'm not trying to avoid anything. I'm just so uncertain. Cora, you don't have to make a decision today. We go at your pace. Thank you. So if he's predatory, he probably set it up that he would help you feel like you're home. And then during the devalue stage, he'd take that away. Right. But what if he's not predatory? Well, labeling him predatory or not won't really help right now. I want to focus on how to help you stay safe. Whether or not he intends to hurt you, that doesn't matter. What matters is whether or not you're actually getting hurt by his actions. Okay, that makes sense. Back to the tool? Yes. Oh, good. I want to hear how this works. I want to help. Thanks, Amelia. Map It Backwards is taught as a timeline tool. We go over it in group using the ideal of thinking about instances of abuse from end to beginning. Right, so survivors don't get caught up in all that conditioning stuff. Yes. It can be used as a distance tool, too. Predators want to keep you close. Too close. They want you to imagine them always around, right here, in your space, mentally and physically. So if we start as far away mentally from where the abuse might be taking place, we're able to see things a bit more clearly. So let's start with you imagining a faraway place. A place that's far from Reed. What if someone doesn't have a faraway place in their head, though? What if a completely hypothetical abuser is just a few lodges away? It's okay, Amelia. Thanks for asking. In that case, let's do some imagery. Where can we put you and Clark while we keep Reed here? Well, if we're going to do mental imagery, can we put Reed in California so Clark and I can stay here? Hell yeah. Do that. Okay, so he's there, we're here. Am I supposed to feel something? There's no supposed to with the tools. Let's just look for anything that occurs to you while you envision Reed 2,700 miles away. All right. I notice that I'm breathing better. Good, what else? Can I close my eyes? Your body, your pace. When I envision him getting farther and farther away, I feel less like I need to shield Clark. Shield him from Reed? That is to say, from something Reed does? Reed pretends like he's the victim. Like, if I say I want to stay in, he starts complaining that I don't ever want to go anywhere, and then he... What if I stand with Reed in California? Hold him there. You stay with Addie and Amelia? We've got you, Cora. Yeah. I like that. That helps. Reed will get sullen and stop talking to me. Like the silent treatment? No, like... Like he won't address me unless I talk with him. I have to be the one to start the conversations, and he just sits there and glares at me, or looks away when he answers. I can see why it's tricky for you to figure out if he's predatory. In the hands of a run-of-the-mill human, that could just be bad communication. Right? It's mind-numbingly difficult to figure this out. It's, it's so muddy. That's understandable. Let's take a breath. 
Then I'd like to bring in the sorted out tool. Addie said you've been keeping a journal. Could you start a list of the things that Reed does that make you question things with him? Yeah, I can do that. Damn, it's Reed. Do you think he knows I'm here? If you want to answer it, we can say it's about playground updates. I don't want to answer it. I'll put a locator block on his restricted status. We can tell him Gold invited you to visit the tech lab. Okay, that'll work. Got it. Locator block enabled. Cora, that's another thing I'd like you to make a list about. What's that? Your reactions to him. Even if he's not predatory, you deserve a partner who helps you feel calm and secure. What are you feeling right now? Not calm. I feel worried sick. Worried about Clark. Worried about how angry Reed is going to be when I call him. Worried how long this fight will last. Thank you for the calm wave. That's helpful. Cora, we can talk again. I'll get with your advo and we'll figure out a way to meet safely. We'll get you more information in a few days, all right? Okay. I'm sorry to just run. I don't want to. And I think I need to just go answer him now. Get it over with. Do you want me to go with you? No, I, I don't want to risk him knowing I lied. I'm sorry. Oh, no apology needed. I'm here if you need anything. Was any of that actionable? Not that I read. Nothing she said could constitute abuse on its own. What if I call Sonia? Get this to the PRUV team? Oh, read my mind. <laughs> what can I do? Get your security team here. Have them start tailing you. I I want you to be eyes on Cora, and you're going to need blocks. Your team can help with that. On it. Thank you. I guess that's the trickiest part of the job. What? Knowing who is and isn't a predator. True. I used to think that determining predatory intention was a matter of intuition. But now, I know it's about looking for red flags. Doubt can be a powerful tool in and of itself. Her doubt? Or yours? Both. This is why predators work so hard to isolate victims. Cora can't clear up the muddy by herself because he uses her doubt against her. It's why I wanted her to spend some time with us. I'm glad you brought her. Are you two all right? I'd like to... Where are you going? I have to talk to Feeney. He needs to know the concerns about Reed. Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800-799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent, 
or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And And we we believe believe in your right to that freedom. freedom.